<laughs> Welcome everybody to the Ross family. <laughs> Tricked you, bitch. It was recorded. <laughs> Where if you've got a cousin, we're all gonna fuck her. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Check. Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. You know, I'm uh, testing everything. It's looking good. I'm gonna leave the room and get something to drink. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cheers, my brother. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? What's going on? Shots fired. I can't get out. Oh, She's like Cincinnati. Sorry. Yeah, I may watch some Cincinnati. And your cousin's vagina. Damn it, you stop. Here's a Crosby miss. Uh, we're over here somewhere going, fuck it, eh? Uh, oh, I thought the commentary was on the field goal. Yeah, I did too, but then it was so Hey, who got an old number seven? What is that, the whiskey? That's the Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah, whiskey. Is that the one you thought he's... Oh, no, that was another Crosby. That was at the end of the fourth quarter, that one. Yeah, oh. where we... Sh- where we he just missed it. Yeah. Man. Like, he did No, just- I know. But they fucking did what they were supposed to. 20-some seconds left. Farfrey's a fucking wide-open Devontae. He gets down the field goal range. I'm like, sweet, we've seen this movie before. I know how this ends. Dude, you, I didn't notice this at the end. Watch watch Eric Jones punk his ass at the end of this run. You know we have to talk about this. Yes, we do. This is prepping us. Watch Jones punk him like grown-ass man shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was wonderful. That really got me off. Oh! <laughs> hey, if I get the oh, word... Grown ass man. I need just, the address, because when I get the word that I'm dying from cancer, I'm driving That's to Kansas City and That's the one where we all went nuts, This is the long one, bro. Yeah. Okay. You want to count us in? I bring you the... This day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to an extended version and an extended panel of the Ross Family Matters podcast. Hot Shot Scott Williams, along with Jack Spade and, of course, Big Stick Ross. We're joined by a few people. Nathan Sensation joins us. What again, uh, again, back to back to back uh, appearances. And I'm joined by Aaron and Logan Wisniewski, who joined us for making their debuts to the Ross Family Matters. Episode 91, I believe? Yes, it's 91, son. 91, son. Preston Smith episode. I, I don't remember the next lyric from that third bass song, because it's a third bass but I'll look it Pop up for you. Yeah, that's the song, but it's 91, son. You say that immediately after saying it's 91. No, I won't hmm. But I do. <laughs> you pop immediately after saying it's Don't pop too soon now. Anyway, <laughs> we are going to recap Hold on, what's been that. a crazy weekend in Cincinnati. And we're still here. Uh, we probably won't be able to get out. No. And not because of the weather, but because of the road. But that's not the third base. Probably. It sure is. It is. Is it? Yeah, it opens with that. And right, we're going to figure this out here. Okay, there's the group. Yeah, the group. While that's happening, I'll start looking at good things that happened in 1991. 
I like the good things that happened in 1991. Logan's going to hate that, though. That bit? Yeah. Worse than Isaac? Yeah. Really? Worse than Isaac? Yeah. Do we need that bit? Because we got a We're going to get on a bit. Shut We're doing a bit. All right. Doing bits. Oh, what's okay. the bit? The bit is where he looks up the year 1991 and just says a bunch of shit that happened in 1991. Okay, oh. fair enough. It's usually going to end with chicks he banged in 1991. <laughs> Name That's he- not how it ends. Named Heather. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's going to happen he is... Like feather and hair and Jordache jeans. I, I will tell you that you 1991, the number one song in 1991, too. was by a piece of shit named Brian Adams. And oh, it was, everything, everything I, I do, do, I do it for you. Yeah. I bet you... Oh no, that's like I would. It would instantly turtle. Yeah, it would. How many dances did you go to in school that 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 you that that song played? Me? Yeah. That's a complete no. Different era. No. Different era. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. That's a super like dance wedding song. Yeah, and they're not playing. In '91, I was in middle school. We're listening to Bell Biv DeVoe. I've been well. I'm gonna read to you the top eleven songs. Of that year, and real quick. songs played at any dance. And you tell me your overall overall opinion. Okay, eleven. Number eleven, Motown Philly by Boys to Men. That's like Bob of the era, right? Not a single one. Not a single dance. Well, it was a little after Bob of because they actually produced. He's glaring. They stopped recording to produce. Are we? Are we? He's confusing me with the bit because he's like, it wasn't at my at my dance. He's going through the top. 11, and 11. then you're saying whether saying it survived not, the, f- the couple of years? I'm saying whether or not it played in any dance that I attended from the grades of 6th okay. to 12th. Alright, got it. All right, all right. Short window. It's a new bit. Baby Baby by Amy Grant. God, no. Would you have done yes. Amy Grant? But she was real I've Jesus. I've done worse. Yeah. I've done worse. The first, <laughs> now, oh, now this, this song I don't remember. Really, the first time by Surface. I'd have to hear it. Somebody have to pull it up. Yeah, pull uh, it up. Let's first time up. from Surface. Right. I know. I'm sure we've heard it, but all right. And he's doing. Are they that, a one-hit I'll wonder? No, I mean I've had. Some, I've heard of Surface. Oh, that was not Surface. That is Offset or somebody else, but not Surface. That's just awful garbage shit. He did not play that in '91. That was not my whole life. Wait, wait, what was the song? First time by Surface. The first time. Two Life Crew wasn't even that filthy in 91. This is definitely 91. Oh, come on, this is from a movie or something. Like, somebody's running down a hall right now. Trying to catch her before the elevator. It's still not ringing the bell. It's ringing the bell. No. no. Well, apparently it's the number nine song in the country. <coughs> but I forgot the song next. Right. Yeah, I have a hard More time. More than words it. by extreme. No, they did not play yeah, totally uh, it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah. It's a good song, but they didn't play it. Anyway. How about EMF's unbelievable? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that's a bump. Yeah. That's a bump. Yeah, that that's a banger. Yeah, Another one I don't know Speaking that I remember. Number five, one more try by Timmy T. Yeah, I've heard of Timmy T. Have you? Let me find that. No, that's news to me. Oh. Alright, so number four, <laughs> Rush Rush by Paul Abdul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hey. Would, you have, would, you, would you have been in? Oh, hell yeah. Now? Did, did you, I don't know, it's been a minute since I've seen her. Now? I mean, before Leslie Jones, yeah, but. I, Why did he wreck it? <laughs> Timmy Tim. 
There's one more try by Timmy T. Okay, I might have to go back on what I said that I know it. It's not like it. I don't feel like in 1991 I was the core audience for this song. No. Wait, now the lyrics sound familiar. Yeah, this one does sound a little bit more. Is that a Cindy Lauper song? No. He covered a Cindy Lauper. It looks like he covered time after time. Hmm. Uh, I am not a fan of this song. Yeah. Number three, CNC's music factory oh, yeah. is gonna oh. make you sweat. Yeah, I know absolutely. You, yeah. Every single. And who was the lead rapper for CNC Music Factory? It wasn't Marky Mark. Hang on, hang on. Do you know the name? I do. Is it somebody? It's not even on here. I know it. Freedom Williams. Oh yeah, him. Yeah. I wasn't okay. gonna get that. Number two, Color Me Bad. Yeah, I, I want to sex you up. up. Yeah, I had that. But plenty of times in a wrestling ring. Plenty of time in a wrestling ring. But never once at a sixth grade dance. And then we've already said this into that driving through Whitnall Park. We already said Brian Adams number one. Sorry to hear that. I don't think they played that. But unbelievable. Oh, and CNC Music Factory? Of course. Okay. Timeless. Bangers. Bangers. All right. Well, while we're doing that, we might as well go through the. Yeah, we might as well. Let's get it all out. Let's get it there. All right. Now this time, the uh, the five of us will say whether it was a good movie. Logan, because you're the young man, you got to tell us if you've ever seen these movies ever. Hot in 1991. Okay. Number ten. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Is not a good movie. What? Fuck off. You've seen it? It's a good movie. It's not a good movie. Not a good movie. It is a good movie. Okay, hold on. But Logan has seen it. Logan's giving nods or nudes. Is it good? Scott. No, it's not. What? Number nine. You blew your own gimmick. Naked Gun 2 and a half. The Smell of Fear. Not a good movie. It's not a good movie, but I laugh at it. It's a good movie, but not as good as the original. Logan has not seen it. Nice Beaver. Number eight, The Adams Family. Good movie. Uh, Julia, right? Yeah. Yes. um, uh, His last movie. Listen, The Adams Family is a fucking backseat step cousin of the Munsters. Yes. Marty, I'm in The Adams Family. I have seen that movie. I'm Uncle Fester Marty. Maybe, yeah. I think it's trash. What? It's it's got the standalone hand is yeah. a character yeah, the giant yeah, okay so Logan has seen that movie I know Logan hasn't seen number seven sleeping with the enemy I've seen it that yeah, bad movie it is a bad you know movie because got Julia yeah, Robertson <laughs> I don't think I watched number six dances with the wolves yeah I'm uh, uh, it's super long good I'm not prepared to dad. good movie Dawn Dawn likes it it wasn't terrible um. It, it's definitely mm. uh, something. And not the rest. Okay, it takes um, up a good part of your day. It can be stuck up someone's ass. Have you seen right. it? I didn't think so. Number five, City Slippers. Yeah, good yeah I've seen it. Good the first one's decent. Yeah. First well, one's I'll tell you decent. what, there's a star, there's an actor in City Slippers that's in two of the top five films of 1991. Wow. And it's going to be Billy Crystal, right? Saying number four, Silence of the Lambs. Did you see it? No, never saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Puts the lotion on the skin. That guy. You seen it? He was he was on Monk, the Buffalo Bill, 
Yeah. Played a cop on Monk, and I could never get past it because of his voice the way you talk. Uh, right? you butch, I, uh, Have you, Logan, you seen it? You need to nope. it. Number three. Silence. The second movie by Daniel Stern to make the top five. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. The number three movie. I know you've seen that. Is that number one? Home no, it's no. number three. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say good movie. Me too. Is that the one, one with Sean Candy in? Where he was the, the first one. The first one. The first one? Yeah. yeah. With the Kenosha kids. Yes. Yeah. 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 Number two, I'm going to say bad movie because it also spawned a shitty number one song. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Terrible. I've never seen it. You know what the issue with that movie is? Everybody's in an English accent, <laughs> including Morgan Freeman. <laughs> okay. And also, isn't... Kevin Costner in it? Yeah. But he is not performing in an English accent. So everyone. Yeah. Everybody with else. The, with the lone exception Everybody. of the lead of Kevin Costner. Think of it as like Tony in the boss. You know, like Rick Carter, <laughs> who's the boss? Hey, yo. Like Tony. They're like Robin. Carter. Robin. Robin Hood. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> the number one movie of 1991. Uh, uh, Jurassic Ghostbusters Park. Ghostbusters 2. Of Wait a minute. How many number one movies were there? 11 teams. You said there was a guy that was in Davis, the most... Daniel Stern. For the... He already did. He, already yeah. came he was back. in five and three. He was in six. Okay. And okay. He was asking okay. how many was in. But yeah. But I, number one in uh, 1991. Let's see. Gosh. Um, well, I thought it was going to be Billy Crystal with How Harry Met Sally, but... You're telling me no. It's not Days of Thunder, is it? Days of Thunder was 91? No, I don't know when it was, but it, I thought it was around then. Can we get a hint? Predator? No, yeah. that's yeah. something. Oh, uh, Terminator, Terminator 2. 2. Mm. Oh, yeah, just Seen that? Day. Terminator 2? Yeah. Good movie. Good movie or bad movie? Yeah, yeah it's decent. <laughs> it was solid. It was solid. Yeah. It was solid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was 1991 in a nutshell. You still died quicker than that guy did. <laughs> All right, so we are in Cincinnati for a reason, not for a season. We were here for the Packer game. We saw some bad wrestling. We went Ugh. to a haunted restaurant, and we saw the Louisville Slugger Museum. So where do we start? Well, we start at the drive, right? No, we, yes. We start at getting taken off the freeway by our driver, Put through into the ghetto and and ending up at Nipsey's. Oh, yeah, shout Nipsey's. out to Nipsey's. Nipsey's. All right. If you need some cognac, hit up Nipsey's on the south side of Chicago. Let's discuss things, okay? I just want to get one thing out of the way first. All right, we're okay. going to air some grievances. I oh, is I it just, best of us? I just want to mention at Nipsey's, which was closed, by the way. There were more. Like, there were approximately 200 people out in front of there. Like blocking traffic. Right, I even. think they were handing out red solo cups. <laughs> there was an accident. <laughs> there was. Google oh. rerouted us. Somebody died times. in that accident, by the way. You looked it up? No, that was a different accident. Oh. That was a different accident. We also saw an accident where somebody was definitely. Yep. Yeah, they died. Sure. But there was an accident. We were diverted off the freeway. Uh-huh. Was the and we happened to be diverted the off in Chicago. Right? That was in Chicago. To Chicago, home of Nipsey's. Nipsey's. <laughs> West Side. Uh, West Side? It was. Nipsey was out from the L.A. side. Oh. It was a crip. Uh, 
We did see that guy Crip walking in the street. He did. He did. He did. He did. He did. He did. He do you think there's any chalk outlines in the parking lot of Nipsey's? Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't know if there is today, but there have been. Like, I think if it happened, they should have kept it in, like, memorum. You know, like, just... I'm interested to hear the grievances that are going to get here. <laughs> well, that is primarily the grievances. I, we would have stayed on the freeway had I not... Been scared of tolls. Yeah. Well, well that's <laughs> I'm not going to pay tolls. Because we had to go through Waukegan. But, but Woo, somebody Waukegan. brought quarters. Yeah, I literally for those brought quarters for us to... But I have the option to say no tolls. Well, right. But now he wasn't going to use those quarters for anything else, so he used them to knock somebody out in the parking lot today at the restaurant. So you could have saved somebody's job. Do you still have those quarters? No, we knocked them out. Yeah, they're upstairs. We'll hit every toll on the way back. He doesn't have all of them, though. We'll go out of our way to hit He peeled off like three, four bucks for the... Yeah, I paid. I had to use those quarters parking for meter. parking because I didn't use them for the tolls. Mm-hmm. All right. But I don't want to hit them on the way back. Unless it's going to be quicker. Well, yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Okay. You're not going to win this either way, okay? Yeah. I was doing what I was doing. But the cool part is By we made the we, machines. We have, yeah, well, the machines are not our Siri. own yet. Yeah, and then Siri and Alexa got into a fight. Siri and Because you keep calling for Alexa, and she's not answering because it's an iPhone. Oh, no, she's not answering because she's a woman and they don't listen. No. <laughs> well, let's be honest. And it's the government. Truth. Yeah, truth. So, anyway, we get to Louisville super early. Right? So yeah, we, it was like two in the morning. We had, no, I wasn't dead. I know, I know. But I'm it exaggerating. Was like five? Yeah, it was like four thirty-five. I think something eggs? like that. Wild eggs, crazy. Wild eggs. It was wild eggs. eggs. Which there is one of those here as well. There were a lot of students walking around serving. I noticed. Oh, yes. there were students. Uh, there were some students there. Riz Axe, Riz Axe, and bees ups. Anyway, bees the beatus. Bees accusing bees ups. Um, we had a good meal, but we were still early because we couldn't. Eat. We, we had our Louisville Smuggler Museum tour scheduled for eleven thirty, so yes. we had a lot of time to kill. Um, so we ate breakfast. We walked around downtown Louisville, walked in a circle for a while. Then we got to the Louisville Slugger Museum. Let's good experience. Point out that Roberto Clemente is overrated. Whoa! Whoa. Overrated. No. No, That's so somebody thinks... I've heard some negative things about him. <laughs> it's a foolish take. No, there's been some negative things about Roberto. Oh, yeah? By you. By they you. were said by you <laughs> while looking at his plaque. And going, he wasn't that great of a hitter. Yeah, he only hit, had 3,000 hits. I mean, he, I mean, he would have had more if he didn't die in that plane crash, but that's on him. Exactly what you said. Yeah, how dare he do a humanitarian effort? <laughs> I don't, I can't do this, all right? You're shutting it down? Uh, am I shutting down that bit? <laughs> well, are you asking? That Rodney, uh, are, are you going to stop saying Roberto Clemente is a bad person who wasn't a very good baseball player? All right. All right. All right, who's better, Roberto Clemente or Roberto Alomar, and who spits better? Joe Mama. Um, you don't... As much crap as I've given him about the Roberto Clemente thing, 
I don't think I ever saw the guy play because of my age. Well, no, I no. didn't either. That's also not a lot. There's also not a lot. It was 71 he died? Yeah. Why did I think it was 79? Yeah. He wasn't very smart. That was La Bamba. No, that was even earlier. No, that was Thurman Munson that died in a plane crash. In the his movie. wife told yeah. him his kids were Okay, maybe that's what all kids smell that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we do this. We had a good time there. We make it to our Airbnb. Now, let me tell you something. First of all, I think Cincinnati is a nice city. However... The navigation around here, the roads. Uh, you guys did the bulk of the driving. Why don't you explain what in the hell happens with these roads here in, in Cincinnati? Well, they offshoot. They just they, they they turn one direction, and then they turn in the. You, we're using a navigation device, yes. and you come to. Well, whatever. Okay. You come to a road, and on the navigation device. There's no clear way to tell you if you're going left or right when this thing forks until you've made the wrong decision, which has been us nine times out of ten. Well, I'm forking. Oh, you're forking, all right. Well, you're we forking got the here, hell out of those Doritos. We got here, <laughs> and then we got to see an amazing wrestling show. Meltzer would give it five so, and a half. Well, because he's a fucking idiot. So here's the thing. We're going to start with this. Before we even break down the show, we're going to start with this. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. Nine matches. Yeah. Nine matches, three and a half hours, and they could And then, before, here, let me tell you what. Okay. So, two, so box. two matches before the main so event. These, these two guys, these two body building guys, we'll get their names here in a minute, won the tag team titles. Uh, they're green as gold. They look like a million bucks, but they're green as in the main event, one of them decides to walk out of the locker room in gear. With the belt strapped around yeah. his right. waist. And then made everybody pay attention to him, even though he had nothing to do with the finish. He just wanted to sit in the second row and talk to fans. All right. So let's lay this out. All right. Garbage. We have match number one, which had Bo Anton Bomani. Yeah. Yes. Bomani. Versus Sabian, whom I bought a shirt from. Yeah, good for you. Prophetic. Really. Um, so How did you feel about Bomani? In the match, that match itself was fine enough. Okay. All right. There was a little sloppiness, though. Like, yeah. I, I, I feared for Saviata time or two. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. Bovine was a little sloppy. Uh, followed by Longworth. Bovine. <laughs> Remember Longworth? I do, yeah. The faction? Yeah, that was, that was Warren Beatty. Oh, yeah. Uh, versus uh, Steampunk Alex, right? Yeah, okay, so Steampunk right. <laughs> probably weighed 108 pounds, and he was not the skinniest guy in the card. More on that later. Yeah. In fact, more on that immediately. Yeah. Oh, also, if you're getting fucking your ass kicked, don't be smiling on the fucking mat while you're doing it. Yeah, Steampunk had a, a, a grin like the entire Now, to show. be fair, AWF... It was a federation. They use a lot. They have a wrestling school, and I know about half of these kids at least were probably students still green. I mean, I expected oh, yeah. some greenness. He had to be within his first three to six months of working. Yeah. And high school. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> and Longworth basically destroyed. Yes. Yes. Uh, match three. Was However, let's not forget this. Sorry. Afterwards, the, all four heels came in and forgot the manager. 
and not only continue to like kick on his kid, but then hand out T-shirts. Yeah, because yeah. yes. now we're fucking faces. To the fan, right. they weren't faces; they were still heels. I know, but it was a, it was a popularity contest. They were I, trying to win votes. I started a throw them back chant to try to get people to throw them back. And the people one in did. Cincinnati one did. are so cheap. Yeah, one one person did. Yep. And they didn't throw me a shirt. That's a martyr right there. That's a fighter. But there was one. They didn't, they, but you they didn't have any six XLs. Well, Sister Lucy was sitting in the front row. She was giving you the Google lines. So well, you know, <sighs> couldn't help it. She liked you. Um, all right, three match three was match three was the team of high times. Yeah, which one guy weighed? I'm not kidding, ninety pounds. I mean, oh. with a concave chest. And if he's not on meth, you may ask what they're high on. It's meth. It's it meth. It's not life. Uh, versus Sharp and Manson. Which yeah. is my guys. No, no, no. Sharp and Manson are the heels. Oh Hank. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And Hank Falco. And Sharp was the guy who wore the singlet and then wore the stuff underneath. And it. almost died in front of us. Singlet. And then the team of LaRue. That's my guy. And Taylor. So why don't you uh, <laughs> take a little bit of time and um, profess your affection for a man that you've had. Dude, put your pants back in. <laughs> Whoa. Make me. A little bit of conversation with I have. Uh, did you continue to text that night? I <laughs> I did not. Um, so their music hits, and out comes a man whose mannerisms screamed gorgeous Jimmy Garfield. Oh, totally. And his hair was a cross between Jimmy Garvin's perm from early 80s and Brad Armstrong's perm from the late 80s. Like, there was a little density to it. It was very curly. Then he had... <laughs> the gold suspenders. Mm-hmm. Okay? And as he strutted his way to the ring. A la Freebirds. Bebopping and scatting. <laughs> I knew right then, right there, I wanted to use this dude on a show. If you've ever seen a man <laughs> fall in love with another man <laughs> at first sight. <laughs> I spent the entire match calling for him to be back into the match. <laughs> uh, so, I guess we preface a little bit of this. Is, is apparently they're tra- the, the training thing, right? So, some of these people have been wrestling a while. Yes. Some of them have not. Yes. Uh, the following match uh, was the pre-intermission, and that was the You May Be Good Challenge. Yes. And I believe you're going to have to address this because you found a loophole. I found a loophole in the You May Be Good Challenge. When, uh, so, <clears throat> let's... Uh, yeah, let's got, set it up. Let's the character comes out and he is dressed like a, a wrestler would dress. He's got short boots, right? Yes. He's got the trunks, the mm. black trunks. He's wearing a windbreaker. No knee pads. No knee pads. No, but a, but he looked. This was one of the first guys that, that really looked like like he could potentially be a really really solid pro wrestler. And he was working his gimmick, mm-hmm. right? Which well, included a megaphone, yeah. which you could hear better than the fucking announcer. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh part. boy! Yes. Oh my God! What a piece of shit ring announcer that one. And. I liked um, even his merch gimmick where he sold 
he was selling T-shirts that he wrote out with Sharpie. Okay. Just say, I hate Carson Dragon. Yes. And then he had black and white four by six photos of him holding the microphone. So he didn't even bother to get him in color, which is hilarious to me. And then there was something else there, too, but I don't remember what it was. It was, it was I, ridiculous. I remember when you took me over to the gimmick table and I saw these and you asked the girl... Does he make these himself? She immediately went, yes, and smiled. <laughs> and I told her, you shouldn't tell people that. You'll sell yeah, more. No, you'll sell more. Um, so he comes out talking about the people he's beaten with the megaphone. So you're catching part of what he's saying. Right. But you're not catching it all. Mm-hmm. At which point the promoter, yep, Booker. Yep, this is when it takes the turn. And I knew what we were in for. But he didn't announce himself as the promoter booker yet. No, but we kind of knew yeah. by the way he came out yeah. and basically put himself over. Yeah. He's, uh, and he did actually say, he didn't announce himself as a promoter, sorry. But he did say, talk about how he, oh, so you want to take on somebody who helped train you. He literally, oh no, it was the second promo when he... Yeah, yeah. Promo he came yeah. out and, sa- yeah. Yeah. and yeah. said it. Yeah. You're right. And he uh, claimed he had the... Uh, 10 lots. 18 yes. plus years, he, he said. He had the longest professional wrestling match. I'm going to the Wikipedia page. Um, it was 12 hours. Okay. Now, I thought... Now, I might be wrong, but didn't uh, Rugged Pro this past year... Didn't they just do I, like the longest fucking match? I don't know. Either way, twelve hour match. You're a fucking either way, it, they're wrong because it isn't it. Chris Hero with like a fourteen hour match or some ridiculous. I don't know. It's twelve hours again. Promoted yeah. by Shockwave, but you know Chris Hero probably didn't do Call Guinness World Record. Yeah, good call. Okay, so anyway, good the call. ultimate Iron Man match at the Shelby County Fairgrounds in Sydney, Ohio. On November 6, 2010. And did people leave during the match? I'm sure they did. was contested by American Kickboxer 2, Dark Angel, DJ Tom Sharp, Logan Cross, Sid Fabulous, and Lightning Tim Lutz, who is the person who is running this show. So he's Lightning Tim Lutz, but has a phoenix on his fucking mic. Well, the phoenix was the logo of the company. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. No. All right. And he also was wearing it on his shirt. And he comes out and he gives the tease that he is going to be the opponent. And he he also drops there that he is the trainer yeah. of the guy. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there there's the number one thing. Okay. I know you want to wrestle with me because I have the world record for the longest match, twelve hours. You know. And yeah, uh, it was quite heelish. And I trained you, but the match isn't with me. It's with. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, all right. Yeah, yeah. And I, his last name was West. West. Yeah, and he right. hadn't wrestled in like three years. Which we, we didn't, didn't know find. Yet. Yeah, no, we didn't find that out. Yeah, because we didn't meet Ohio yet. But <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> So we, but you could look, take one look at his gear, and he looked professional. Yeah, it was a good match. But then he wrecked it because he wrestled in his shirt. A wife beater. Right, but th- but I would say that match was the best match ever. That was I match. think so. It was decent. I, best, but, I mean, again, best match on the card is like, on a card that's bad could be like trying to vote for the nicest guy in prison. So, right. So either way, West comes out, and West uh, gets... West doesn't say anything. Not no. a word. He just gets in the corner, 
the guy, the guy who made the challenge gets on the mic or his megaphone and says, I accept your challenge. And then what happened, Lane? I yelled from the crowd, you can't accept your own challenge. <laughs> and, then Correct, what sir. and then what happened, Lane? And then the heel could not talk any longer because he didn't know what to say. You made the challenge. How do you accept it? Right. Well played. So the match goes well. It ends. The heel goes over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the co-promoter or money marker, whoever he was, comes over. Oh, and Irish. Yeah. What? Oh, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he comes over and... There is... Congratulates him on the match. And we go to intermission. At intermission, as intermission ends, they're, they're judging a kid's Halloween contest. Is it yes? And they break. So, first of all, imagine this, right? I don't know. Does this happen at Wisconsin Feds for these Halloween shows? Yeah. Because this is fucking cruel. Yeah, we suggest You're bringing a bunch of kids in the ring, first of all, creepy. You're bringing a bunch of kids in the ring that are dressed up, and then you're asking the crowd to tell you which kid is the best right. kid. Right. So you're you're gonna build one of these kids up, and then you're gonna crush the hopes and dreams. Nineteen other ones, yeah. The other ones, or right? I guess it was twelve because you said you give these thirteen kids tickets. So there were, but it seemed like way more. There were thirteen kids. Well, ten of them there were. were there was one. Kids. There was one haunchy. There was a haunt. <laughs> oh, we forgot haunt. No, Lauren haunt. She said, went down the stairs backwards. That was weird. Did you ever see that? It looked like rewinding time. We will go back. We will talk later on about specifically about haunt. And then there were two kids who didn't have costumes on who were wrestling each other in the corner. Yes, and dropping legs on nobody. Yes. I saw that. Yes. I think they were jacked up on Mountain Dew. So too. they had the ring announcer, which we will let you... Give your full thing, doing the whole, hold the hand above the head, vote for this kid. Yep. And then, oh, <laughs> comes yes. into the ring, and what does, <laughs> he basically calls his own ring announcer an idiot, and then declares everybody the winner. Right. Right. And this is okay to do. He he gave free tickets to yeah, all yeah, the yeah. the next show. But... Because that's a smart, solid, solid, solid idea. Now I'm going to take over here and talk about the ring announcer. You want to, you want to get gonna, it down here? I'm going to do right here, and then we get on the show. First of all, what he did was so he made me not want to listen to anything the ring announcer had to say for the rest of the night because you basically called him an idiot, and you're running the company. Mm-hmm. However, it's cool because we couldn't understand a goddamn thing he said no. all night anyway. No. So it's okay. But what I can tell you he didn't do is one. He didn't enunciate very well. Two, he didn't ever give the sponsors. No. Ever. Even when he was asked directly. Yeah, by me. Who are the sponsors? And his response was? Shrug of the shoulders. Right. Even though the sponsors are on the program and on the ring skirt, he had no idea (laughs) who the sponsors were. I'm on his side. You know, He's right. As not a ring announcer, but a guy who's seen a ton of ring announcers, all that guy did was went out and learned the inflections. Can like, you, where to put the inflections in the name, right. but not necessarily make them clear enough to matter, right? Correct. So he talked like this. Yeah. Can you give me, give me a wrestler? 
Jake Roberts. Jake okay. the Snake Roberts. Coming from home I was convinced. He was coming. Yeah. And Creighton State definitely listened to that in Georgia. Coming from home in Georgia. I mean, I thought Damien. it was nice that they brought me. Oh, Damien. Yeah. From the spectrum. Snake! Robert! Yeah, you can... Un- it's not like a deaf man learning he, how to talk. He wouldn't pronounce the first letter of whatever no. word he was saying. And he wore a... Smoking jacket. A smoking jacket with a b- backwards-worn baseball. Yes. Oh, and... I know this or said pretty much, but he's screaming into the damn thing. Right, right. So his volume's too loud. He's distorted. Yeah. And the sound quality in general is not And he didn't know where to hold the mic even. Well, but here's the thing. I know the sound quality in the sound system wasn't great, but when Tim Lutz talked, I understood him. Yeah. Yeah, well Tim Lutz came out and was talking very calmly. Right. That's what I mean. Tim Lutz knows his shitty sound system. Oh, speaking <laughs> yeah. of mics, we forgot about the Oh, that was later. Never mind. So now we get into the second half the of the manager. show. In the second half of the show. No, that happened earlier. In the tag. Tim Lutz. Okay, so we didn't miss it. So Tim Lutz comes out to wrestle now his match. He goes out of his way to let everybody know he's the promoter and booker. He says, I am the booker and promoter. Yeah. Of this company. Of this company. Verbatim. Yeah. He didn't says, beat around the bush. And he is a, he is a baby face. Yes. So we think. White meat. By the way, I want to back up to match two with uh, Longfella. Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention how five minutes before the match ended, we knew the finish. Yes. Because the heel manager had went over and grabbed the mic from the announcer way too early. And then he ended up talking after, right after the finish. So he knew that he basically gave away that they were going home. Yeah, he went and grabbed the mic. But didn't he hand it back when he realized it was not the right time? No, he held. He kept he it. it the whole time. Okay. All right. So, but anyway, Lightning Tim Lutz going? By the way, Lightning Tim Lutz in his picture that I have pulled up here is holding the two books of the Guinness Books of World Records. Of course he is. In which I thought one was the Testament. <laughs> uh, so big. He wrestled against Vincent Slades, who. They were attempting to tell a story yeah. of Vincent Slade being a babyface as well, but then losing his cool and turning. Yes. Right? And, but then also still giving the appearance that he wasn't sure if he was turning because right. he felt bad. Yes. So he yeah, he ended up right? getting disqualified. Right. He so got let's, disqualified. Let's For shoving the ref. And then he grabbed a padded chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And came back mm-hmm. in the ring and then decided to not hit Lightning Tim Lutz with the padded chair. Right. And then, Mr. Lightning, not of the red, but of the Tim Lutz, fucking, the finish is he takes a move and then gets ground and pounded. Yeah, he's getting popped by Yeah, he got punched in the neck on either side like four times on each side. Yeah. 
But then, then proceeds to lay there because you got grounded and pounded? Another side note on this is that everybody who worked for this company is incredibly light. Except for where for we'll get there later. But like everything is really soft. Mm-hmm. Punches are soft, kicks are soft. Forward rolls are soft. Forward rolls are bountiful. Nice. Um so, so they they go and do that angle. Yeah. And then they come back and they have Freya the Slayer. Mm. Mm. Versus yeah. the twelve year old. Versus Casey Slayatch. Oh, sorry. Who was in high school? <laughs> Again, oh, who, Possibly middle school. She's in middle school. She just went to, um, I don't know. I mean, she looks dance. very, I she, don't know how old she is. She just had her kids in here. She yes. looks very young. Yes. But, yeah. She was a big young, she whatever was, that means. She was very, very young. And it looked like she was working in boxing gear. She's clearly modeled her gimmick after Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. However, she cannot punch. Not at all. She can't work. She can't run the ropes. Cassie, Cassie Clay. She, she, it looked like her first day of training. She couldn't do a whole lot of anything, right. frankly. Right. Yeah. And that frustrated Freya. Were you in oh, on, yeah. were you in on Freya? I've Yeah. You bet. You guys had a connection throughout the fight, which we did have I really inspired more of it throughout other fights, but you guys really had a connection. Yeah, I think, I think she was like tripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she did inform me I was going home alone. But made eye contact. Yes. Hey, um, when she said that, yeah. <laughs> that didn't mean she wouldn't blow you in a parking lot. I informed her I wasn't going home alone. I'm going home with these five guys. <laughs> right. And, and they don't have one in town to eat either. And I said, one of them's a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> You should have invited her out for Skyline and Sexy Time, all right? <laughs> Maybe not in that way. Right, it's got to be Sexy Time. We'll get, there. We'll, yeah, get the skyline. Right. we'll get the Skyline and we'll get the Haunchies. We need to take notes on these things that we keep bringing up that we forgot but, to mention. Now let's go on to, okay, so Freya goes Freya over. Sl- yeah, Freya goes over. Now cool. here comes the coat hanger. We have, oh, no, no the co- not yet, actually. They, well, they're out of order on here. They're yeah. out of order in the right. pictures. So, yes. Uh, the next thing they have is a no disqualification tag team title God match damn it. between Queen City Muscle and the faction. So the guy who grabbed the mic too early, he has a tag team. I don't. They know passed out shirts. We we've names. spoken in depth on these idiots. And then there there's the Queen City Muscle. They have their gimmick, but I don't know their individual names. Because and I'm sorry that we don't. We're not trying to be dismissive, but we couldn't understand the ring announcement. Right. So right. we don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And they look the part. They look great. Not not the faction. The faction does not look No, the they part. look like a bunch of old bumps. Yes. And this match is supposed to be an ODQ match for tag team titles, so how do they start? They lock up. They, they lock locked up. up. With a partner on uh, the outside. outside. Yes. Just Why? And here's the thing. There were, each team had a manager. The managers never got involved with each other. No. And at one point, the, the heels heel walks past the face. The man. heels walked right past the face manager to stop on one of the faces on the floor, and never even so much as looked at them. Walked manager. past him twice. Yeah. It was at which awful. point, one of you guys was yelling, "Am I the only one that can see him?" <laughs> that was me. <laughs> to which I looked at you and I said, "See who?" <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I yelled, "Hit him! He's right there!" 
And then the heel Armani. The heel did Armani the finish, but the match falls apart very quickly. Like, and I don't mean falls apart in the way a no DQ match should, in which it breaks down and there's a brawl and everybody's everywhere and it's kind of hard to keep track of. I mean, these guys fucking don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that guy that ga- that basically gave up, he got his ass kicked. Yeah. He was, like, gun-shy towards the end there. The, the older gentleman? Yeah. yeah. I know the older gentleman's name because I said, is that Danny Daniels? Because he had the tights with the double D. Okay. And it was Damian Daniels. Okay. Oh. Any relation? Uh, to Danny Daniels? I would guess not. Okay. I, um, yeah, because yeah, at the end, or near the end, he sat on top of the apron in the corner. The heel manager fucking pushes him and literally goes, are you going to get in there and do anything? Because the heel partner was on the floor getting his ass kicked by steel chairs by the faces. So Danny and Daniels, they do the spot where the one heel goes up to the top rope. He has a chair thrown at him very loosely. And dangerously. Dangerously. Yes. And he falls off through a table that has been meticulously set up in one place and not teased once. At, at all. Yeah. It's set up before the match even started. And, and never, yeah. When I'm saying it's set up, Damian Daniels is on one side, his partner is on the other side, and they're talking to each other and they're like shuffling back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, right here, right here, right here. And then they go to Ohio County. And talk to him about where the table spot needed to happen. So, Vic, you want one? Yes. They set up the table. He falls through the table. And you can tell it's not the right time for it. Right? Right. Because it's it's so abrupt. It is so abrupt. Yeah. Uh, Damian Daniels is in the ring, crawling to the corner. He turns around and sees the other member of the other tag team, and he says... Finish it. Finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? So crawling stops, turns around, finish it, gets up, takes a spear, and t- gets the pin. Yeah. Because the crowd was gone. Well, it was real gone. The crowd was gone. The crowd didn't know anything to like what, what's happening? They didn't understand the there baby. There was just faces. so much slop. One of the big. These are big, jacked up dudes. These big, are like a legion of very dudes. good looking. They looked like a million bucks. Yeah, they looked like the. Uh, Tell the bell right. uh, Team Angle or the Steiner Brothers, kind yeah. of. Yeah. In a way, you know. But they come out banging giant. What? What was it? I'm sorry. Uh, it was just the fact that he said what they look like. I thought they looked like Robbie Rage and Kenny Chaos. Kenny Chaos yeah. uh, what were they? High voltage. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I, I got a Steiner uh, brother vibe. So, okay. they're saying that's mostly. So anyway, that match ends. There's two more matches left. Then we're gonna go back and talk about Skyline Chili. Then we'll talk about the Factory game today. All right. And yeah. Hanchies. And Aaron is gonna talk a lot about Hanchies because he knows all about the Hanchies. Are not real. They're, they're real. They're fucking they're, real. They're so real. They're like the portal that we saw tonight. Yeah. All right. So the next match is uh, Piper G. Keith, G. K. Fam. G. Queef. Well, G. Queef Fam. I did. Uh, oh, versus Justin Xavier. Justin Xavier, not Justin D. Xavier. Who oh. Some of the people who listen to this will. Who is a great worker, by the way. J. D. Yes. Uh, this is just Justin Xavier. 
for the rise title of Ascend Pro Wrestling. Which is that was a, like the second. It must, yeah, it must be like their intercontinental title, if you would. And Piper GK fam, G, <laughs> GK, GK fam. His name is literally spelled GK fam. Got yeah. it. All right, I understood. No gear comes out. No gear. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we're in yarder gear. His shoes were wet. Yeah, or I dirty. Said, yeah, dirty. I said that. Yeah. I said he yeah. was making fucking footprints in the god on the goddamn mat. Because, A, he can't be respectful enough for this fucking business and wipe your goddamn feet before you enter that ring. Also had his own Get off belt, my lawn. Also had his own belt with him that the ring announcer didn't explain. Yeah. Yeah. That belt was from the streets. So or you know, from yeah. some other And family. fucking camel goddamn shorts that he bought at fucking Hot Topic. I'm, I'm assuming the belt he had was a belt from another but he, he probably he, his he yard clapped some said. hands on the way. He did clap some hands. He clapped some hands. You know, so well, COVID got hands. spread. And he gave me the finger. He gave me the finger. He gave me the finger too. He, he gave you the finger too. Yes. Yeah. Do you know whose hands you should dap? Shaq, because I know he's got skills, man. <sighs> All right. Can we get through one goddamn show without the Shaq without the Shaq album reference? No. <laughs> Don't check food the video game. Mm. Don't, don't you talk back. Alright. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, the one kid was really skinny. Yes, yeah. Pac-Man. God damn it. Oh, he gobbles. Justin Xavier. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, Logan, hey, Logan. Th- this is probably close to 91. You ever heard of this before? It's Shaq. It's Shaq. You know who Shaq is? Yeah. Yes. We gotta talk louder. Oh yeah, play that, play it. Bump it, yo. Bump we don't it. own the rights to this. What do you think of this? Is Nobody this a banger? Everybody who listens to this show is here. Which is me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. When he says music, please, that's when we, we stop with the music. You're not stopping. You... Scott knows his lyrics. I know he does. That's a sad part. Yeah. I don't know why he's not just using them. Uh, I'm just ready, ready to get but anyway, Justin Xavier came out, the Rise Champion, another so high school Jeff. child. Yeah. Remember Def Jeff? Stop talking about Def Jeff. <laughs> or the Haunchies who are fake. We're going <laughs> to get into the Haunchies. Haunchies fake. No. Quit teasing the Haunchies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, high, another high school kid. <laughs> yeah. Fucking cunt. And now... This is where the show really loses you guys. A hundred percent you guys almost left. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I was done. I was yeah, burnt. Well, we were approaching two hours and 45 minutes. And in fairness time. to us, we wanted to go to the liquor store. Yes. Yes, you did. Now, what offended you so greatly about this match? Well, it didn't. I mean, nothing, nothing made... It was one of those matches, again, where the younger guys watched WWE and AEW... And, and nothing against neither of those companies, but they're trying to produce a television show, and these guys are giving you everything they have in moves that don't connect or make sense or don't tell a story, and it was just a clusterfuck of a whole lot of things. GK Fam, in my first attempt, I nailed it, by the way. That's why we let could, you talk instead of me. Could not, 
You could not discern as to whether he was a babyface or a heel from his mannerisms. Right. Well, yes, he did give you and I each the middle finger. But he didn't work heel at all. At all. No, there was at no all. healing at all. He didn't talk smack to the crowd. He didn't cut off or kill the babyface, really. There was no cheating. Yeah. The other uh, kid, what's his name again? Justin Xavier. Thank you. Uh, couldn't decide from the moves he took if he was selling his neck or his back. Yeah. What? Neck or back. <laughs> or? Lick my pussy <laughs> and my and crack. My crack. And see, I thought I could get you to not play it if I followed through on the bit. Yeah, you did. Um, you succeeded. But he had this weird yoga way of selling his yeah. back. Yeah. Every fucking time. Where, where he would thrust his penis into the air. <laughs> With his shoulders on the mat, yes, in a very similar situation. And he, um, he has. It's gonna, it's gonna sound negative when I say it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. He has foppish mannerisms. <laughs> hmm. If you know what I mean. Uh, no, I would like you to. Um, I can't elaborate. Elaborate, yeah. yeah. He's a little much crazy. like, much like. You know what word you were looking for, street? and you couldn't come to it. What's that? Effeminate. Well, I was gonna not try to. He's, he has effeminate movement about his body. He does. Now, to be fair, Lyle was effeminate as well. Lyle Overby. No, Lyle the effeminate heterosexual. Oh, um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with effeminate Which movement in it has, For the record, it has nothing to do with his gimmick. No. So no. It's, it's just him. It's just the way he moves. It's, it, it, He's it, got it, the moves it, like Gabe. And there's nothing it, necessarily wrong with it. No, it's well, just, it's just different. It's just you notice it. Yes. Flamboyant. Oh, yes. my qualm. First 30 seconds or three fucking exchanges in the match. Fucking... Pac-Man Xavier fucking does a standing shooting star press. Yeah. Later in the match, when it's fucking almost done and said, and he has the fucking heel face down dead to rights, what does he pull for us? Not a 450, not a standing fucking moonsault, not a goddamn shooting star from the top. He's going to give us the old fucking swanton bomb. Well, that one of those moves is a lot easier than the other. Yeah, but this was also after a match where he had his back worked yeah. at times. Yeah, so there's... Yeah. The criticism of these last two matches are going to be very similar. Oh, no, I, they're not. Because no. the main event was completely overbooked. Yeah. But very the style of work was very, very similar in what they, how they handled the match, except for the ending of the, the main as far as there wasn't a story told and it was and just, it was here's boobs. this. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a spot fest. Which is the stuff that you guys, it was the stuff you guys hate and have voiced your displeasure it's for terrible. many times. It's but ter- it is and awesome. I don't hate athleticism and no. I don't hate high spots. How, I hate high spots. That don't make sense. How many forward roles did we see in that match? So many. Well, 11 well, teams. Here's, 11 teams. here's yes. the thing. For the night, we saw the head scissor takeover, or the head scissor Rana. Right. Yep. Yep. Five times. We saw the Boston Crab three times. We we saw several moves that were reversed into back or moved into backbreakers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then there was one other thing we saw a bunch too. There were four things. Three matches open the same way with the lock up to the headlock to the fucking arm work 
to the reverse into the waist lock back to the headlock. Three in a row started that way. Also, every match in the first half until the, which this actually might have been purposeful booking if it made se- if he was trying to make sense. The heel got into the face of the referee. Yeah. Okay. At some point, and put his hands on it. Yeah. Okay. Right. No. Yeah. In fact, one guy who I know Longworth has to have been working for a while because just looking at him did the thing where he literally took the ref. Yeah, and moved him? And moved him. He turned the ref to the crowd just by turning him Yep. physically. Not by getting in the way, not by cutting him off, by saying, ref, I need to show you something over here. Yeah. Yeah. Thus making the ref look like... But there was one other thing, a move particularly, I can't remember now, that happened like four or five times. It was very repetitive, and you could tell... That, because they're, they're students, they were probably learning this in class the last couple of weeks. Was it the Xavier Woods finish? The shoulder to the lung blower? Yes. There well, was, it didn't the, happen in more than one. No, but, but there, were just, there were a couple of things. But they, like that head, that head scissor thing, almost every day. Yeah, and the, like you said, the suplex to the fucking neckbreaker, backbreaker thing. That, I swear that was in almost every fucking match. Yeah, yeah. a couple times. Um, so they have their match um, with the... The face. Alexander. Skyline. <laughs> Coming out my drawer. All right, so we have that. So that match, the skinny kid goes over. Skinny kid goes over. And then we have, the, over, main and then we have the main event, which was. I have to go back. To uh, space. Which was uh, the Chris Allen. That is how he is um, on the flyer. Yeah. Versus Prima Donnie. Yes. And this match was a prima donny brook. Oh, I like what you did there. I did it several times yesterday. I never, I didn't. Nobody referred to it. I didn't hear it. I didn't catch it. I heard it. I, I faked it. Now, we think we may have met Chris Allen before, but we're not sure. I believe Chris Allen worked Tiny's Cancer Benefit Show for the little boy. Um, Connor. I don't know if it's Connor. I forget what it is. But, uh... Uh, <clears throat> I believe he was one of like fifty guys on that show. Yeah. So before we get to the end, I believe, what did you think of the match before we get to the well? Order? I believe that Chris Allen uh, may have moved Prima Donnie's lung to Kentucky by kicking it out of his back. <laughs> yeah, he had yeah. stiff kicks. Jesus he led <laughs> a couple of really stiff this chops the, too. Oh yeah, that one chop didn't even fucking. It just was a thud. Yeah. After the whole show is everybody being incredibly light, including the match in which the babyface gets disqualified and his punches are like. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're making sound because he's hitting him like yeah in the meat of the neck, like right which is here. fine. But he's also hitting him at this. Yeah, you know, there's there's no right. Yeah, there's no impact. These guys are kicking the shit out of each other. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, or punching the more shit so. Out of Chris each other. Allen is kicking the yeah. shit out of the other guy. Out of Primo, Prima Donnie. Yes, sorry. Well, I went into this as my favorite wrestler of all time. Okay. Wow. Before even seeing him. But what now it's dancing Barry Horowitz. His name was Prima. No, that's yours. <laughs> Quit projecting your feelings onto me. I'm going to mix up a drink. Keep talking because... Prima Donnie. A tit for a tat. So, 
This match has worked very similarly to the previous match because they're doing a lot of angles and spots. There's a little bit more aggressiveness. There's a little bit more fighting, so there's a little story there, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. But again, you have a heel who's not overtly acting like a heel in the beginning. No! To the point where I'm in the crowd as a fan, and I yell out, These people seem to not like you, and I don't know why. <laughs> You remember me saying yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. After which he like stepped on the guy's neck. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, that's why." Yeah. <laughs> but he uh, until that point, he hadn't done anything heelish. He, he didn't go to the crowd. No. He his music hit. He walked out. He's wearing all white. Yeah. All white. All he white. He was. He doesn't slap hands, but he doesn't get any heat. He goes directly just into the goes ring. Just goes into the ring. He goes over to the corner. And just waits. And I'm going to rewind even further. Just because this popped into my head and I don't know why. After an admission Tim Lutz is in the ring after his promo and he's he gets the already in the ring from the ring announcer and then he complains about getting the already in the ring from the ring announcer because he's the booker and promoter. Yeah. And he's been in this business 17 years. Yes. Oh gosh. So But what was he supposed to get? He was already in the fucking ring. <laughs> but either way the match up until the first ref bump was okay with the exception of Excessive movement, excessive rolls. Now, these rolls kill your momentum. But 100%. the physicality was fine. The match was okay. Like, he was watchable. I gotta be honest, I was burnt at that point. Yes. I was finished. Oh. And, and physically. Rewind. From sitting. I'm sorry, just quick. Back to the last match, what we hated about it is they got no fucking pop on the finish. Because they did all these fucking spots, and then didn't know how to fucking react once the fun finish fucking came out of nowhere. They didn't even fucking tease it. But, okay, back to the main. Yeah. Uh, a spot happens, and a referee takes a bump. Yeah. I don't remember the spot. It was the corner spot. It was in the corner we were sitting in. Yep. Because I remember the guy rolling out on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I think it was a splash spot. Okay, so he got splashed in the corner. Whatever it was, it definitely didn't warrant the, like, seven minutes he was on the ground. Yeah. A second referee comes out. That was fucking Tim, too, by the way. A second referee comes out. Yeah. It was Tim. They work for a second. That referee... Gets super kicked, right? Well, he's, yes. he doesn't even by get in the ring. By the, by the no, baby face. The he second one got... Knocked off the apron. The guy gets knocked. Kick, right? No, he got knocked into him. Oh, the right. third one was the super kick. Oh, okay. Yes. The third ref on the show comes out. Also gets bumped. Yes. yes. Okay. From here, Chris Allen actually takes Meanwhile, over. Meanwhile, though, the tag team champ, new tag team champ, had come out in the middle of that match. In his gear. In his gear, through the curtain. Wearing the belt. So the whole time, even though he had nothing to do with the finish, everybody expected him to get involved. And he's moving slowly. He's limping. Yeah, because he hurt his knee. And he came out of the goddamn entrance where they had been coming out. That's what I'm saying, right. He had no business out there to begin with. 
And then he made it look like he had something yeah. that was going to be part of the finish, which he wasn't. No, and he sat down in the crowd in the mm-hmm. second row. In his gear. Yeah. And just watched. And then five fucking people from the first row just left the fucking show early. Well, it was late. Well, it was yeah, late. I know. It's too late for him. So they left. And liquor stores were closing, goddammit. Yeah. Um, and we'll get lost finding those. There were some stiff chair shots on the outside, which I liked. Uh-huh. Yes. Actual doing some heel stuff, right? Oh, a complaint though. Mm-hmm. They had the fucking ref bump in there, mm-hmm. and then the heel is like. Oh, dude, does the count? No, the heel goes for the count for the the count and the count. The, the count. baby did first. Yeah, but no, they did it back first. The heel did it first. I thought it was the baby. No, the heel did it first, and then the baby came back. The ref bumped, the baby hit something, and didn't go for a pin. Yeah, but anyway, the heel didn't go for a pin at all when all the chaos was going. He goes, I can't do anything. There's no ref. Instead of cheating, instead of getting an upper hand while the baby's down, and you could gain an advantage. Or trying to wake up the ref if you cared that there was no ref. Yeah. Right. But does he just stood there and let the opponent get up because he didn't know what to fucking do? I'm assuming. Right, because at that point, or like again, spend reality and pretend this is real. Then keep kicking on him until the ref wakes up. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Or right. or then grab the chair and be the bigger dick and make the fans hate you more. So then, who's the fourth ref that comes out? The fourth ref is uh, the promoter. The promoter and Booker wearing a ref shirt and his tights. Yes. Yeah. Men in tights. Who comes out and counts the... Ends up counting the three for the heel to go over. And he didn't want to. Now, we thought, to be fair, when he came out, we thought he was going to do a turn. Yeah. We we glossed over the fact that the heel... No, sorry, the baby had a chair. (laughs) And he took it over his head to hit the heel, and the ref took it away from him. He turned his back, and the heel hit a nut shot. Yeah. Which is fine. No, I know, but uh, just the aspect that the babyface had the chair in the first place to set up that spot. Well, I mean, you can argue the revenge piece there, but he would have ended the match because he would have disqualified. So we see this. We got a new champ. The heel is the champ. So we start leaving. We start leaving. We have to talk to fucking Barry Garvin first. Barry Garvin. That should be his name. Because Vic has fallen in... Mad love with Barry Garvin and his hairy chest. We need him and his partner. And his perm slash beard. Yes. Um, yes. I, he's and we guy. may or totally. may not have approached him at intermission to ask him what he would cost to come and wrestle. In and you gave him an old-fashioned. And we wanted a quote for the wet works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, old 50-50. Um, <laughs> so we're out there, and, and by this point... This is something we don't usually do on these trips. At intermission, we actually asked for him to come out. Yes. At which point, we disclosed that we work. Yes. And that we're acting like idiots because nobody knows us here. So we can do whatever the hell we want. Right. 
And you did, and did well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were clapping like a fucking clown seal. Oh, I loved it. And the eye contact you made with What's-Her-Nuts was yeah, just yeah. amazing. I was having a great time working the workers, mm-hmm. okay? And yeah. she diddled herself to you last Come time. on. There was a bean flick. I seen it. That was weird when she masturbated in the ring, but we got through it together. Um. <laughs> By the way, the, the the child at the table just went berserk and was like, "What the fuck well, is wrong with you?" Masturbation in front of a fourteen-year-old. He, he oh, his boy. interest is peaked. Well, <laughs> he's, he's like, "Hey, you're not." You can thought his dad was himself. lame before this trip. I think. The, the, the power that he can probably shoot his loads, he can put it through a wall here. Yeah, he's like Superman. And these, are horse, these are horsehair plaster walls, I almost guarantee yeah. it. Very thick, laughing plaster. To be able to, like, to shoot that with be that force. Dancing Barry's uh, fucking tag laughing game. Laughing plaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Either way, enough about how hard 14 year olds can, you know, shoot. So we're leaving. Yes. And we're talking to Jimmy so, Garvin. Jimmy Garvin, or Barry Garvin, Garvin. Uh, and his partner. They come out. They, we have a business-related discussion. Lightning Timblots runs out into the hallway where we are with these guys talking, and he goes, "Guys, something's happening." Yes. <laughs> you better get back in there. So I go. What? Something's happening. Now, let me, let me And here I thought, like, there was a fire. Was yeah. this while I was smoking? Did I miss So this? here's the yes, thing. What was yeah. happening was Sabian, who lost in the opener, was cashing in. No, he what, won in the opener, but he got beat down after. He was cashing in his money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm glad I went outside. <coughs> but here's my question. I was we didn't done. see it. So Tim Lutz was the ref because all the other refs were knocked out. One of the other refs finished it. Right. So he recovered to finish that, but he couldn't recover to finish the match he was assigned. Yes. So the heel had gone over in the initial match, and then Savion came out and cashed in and then won his match. And uh, out of the wrestling shows that we have seen on these trips... I will say this is the second worst show that we have seen. You did not see the worst show, unfortunately. So you think this was worse than the Cleveland show? I think this is worse yeah. than the Cleveland yeah. show. 100%. Yeah. It was bad. It was a bad show. 100%. Nothing on the Cleveland show was offensively bad. Yeah. It was bad. But it wasn't like... You probably could have taken each match on the Cleveland show, right? Mm-hmm. And snuck it onto a different card. And it wouldn't have been the best match on the show. It right. It would have been the worst match on the show, but... But what I'm saying is it would it would be accepted on a different card. Yeah, okay. Right? Sure. Guys would say, eh, that wasn't that great. You know? Right. But... Yesterday there was a couple of times where I was just like, this is fucking awful. You guys got offensively angry. Tennessee was the worst show we ever saw, but it was comedically bad. Right. It was pleasantly terrible. It was like slapstick. And Detroit was not as bad as we wanted it to be. Yeah, the Flint show was too good. Maybe you should have ventured into Canada next time. Maybe. Um, So this, in my book, is the second worst show that we've seen. And and frankly, I had a great time. Yeah, I too. And I hope that after they hear this, they call me and I can work something out with them and come down and work. 
Anyway, and, and hopefully Barry well, Garvin. Could, because Garvin they're having comes. a three ring battle royal in November, and he oh, because they're sexless. And whoa, the, the Guinness Book of World Records will be there. Come on now, with four rings, yeah, and a hundred and twenty wrestlers. Will they be making you do script Ohio with the three it's rings? Thirty people. In each well, no, what those that's really big. That, that you don't royal. know any of them at all, royal, probably. Well, you'll know the guys that work there. As long as you know right. who's supposed to a win. A little, but even right. still, so a hundred and twenty other wrestlers. I need you to imagine this. I need you. To Somebody from. The legitimate Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> is going to have to come to this hillbilly. And shit you have over. to pay them to come. Yes. That's not free. You have to pay them to come. He's going it's to like come. It's like a whore. He's going to have uh-huh. to validate, which means he's going to have to go, or they're going to have to bring all the wrestlers out. Count every one of he's them. He's going to have to count individually to validate that there are actually 120 wrestlers that are legal immigrants. Well, they won't be checking statuses. Oh, okay. but just be like they check for vape pens at Paul Brown's. Oh, <laughs> what a story we have! Right? Right. So he had to check him. He's gonna have to check him. This guy is gonna go and hang himself in a Motel Six. Okay. <laughs> so before before the show, we did sample some of Cincinnati's most famous fare, and we went to. Uh, Skyline Chili. Yes. And we were going to compare it to Gold Star Chili, but some people are negative. Ugh. Some people's buttholes can't handle two days. Yeah. Of chilies. It's enough already. And ice cream. Well, I kind of screwed up because I could have had some gold uh, at the Gold Star Chili. At the yeah. so Is that what that was there? Was it was Gold Coast? Okay. Yeah. So that was another debauchery. So yeah. First of all, what do you think of the chili? Uh, the I chili think. was fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a they don't mix it for you. It's not a they plate. layer it. They layer it together. I did not get then the hot start first. I did not get the habanero cheese. You're missing out. I did. You were missing out. Um, as far as chilies go, it was very like this is a wet meal. Yes, oyster yes. crackers are a must. Very soupy for a chili. Very soupy for a chili. Yeah, more soupy than real chili. Yeah. yeah. More it reminds me of George Webb's. Okay. And they, so it's the spaghetti. They pour the chili over the spaghetti, and they mound cheese on top of it, and you have the choice of whether or not you want to put beans and onions on But much like uh, Nashville is known for barbecue, Kansas City is known for barbecue. Detroit's uh, known for ham sandwiches. Detroit is known for its ham. Oh, I thought Nashville was known for bad country. And uh, Cleveland was known for red lobster. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati has Skyline Chili. And polenta. No. Oh. And something called gutta, which is a breakfast. What, what else is Cincinnati known for that we had at Murphy's? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, hanky Penny. Yeah, yeah, Very delicious. Murphy's. I would recommend that to Not anybody. Jewish. <laughs> oh, he's it, Irish. It was good, the the Hanky Panks. With, uh, it was hamburger meat with melted cheese on it. Velveeta. And served on a tiny rye bread. Aaron and I decided it's much like a cannibal sandwich, but cooked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they took the time where us Polacks didn't. We just wanted to eat. So um, that in and of itself finishes our first day. Yeah. Primarily. Yep. Yeah, and then <laughs> came back here and had some came back here, and enjoyed ourselves, rested a bit, went to bed. 
fairly late. Oh, well, good times on well, the I, bed, was, so. I ended up being left inside and I fell asleep. Nobody uh, left you anywhere. After right, about two hours, after I thought went to bed, I was like, hey, you want to come on now? I just laid down. <laughs> so, you know what? Fuck How off. did you not hear us all? How about there? fuck all the way off? We were partaking. <laughs> Where'd you think we went? To bed. What? To bed. To bed. You, you couldn't hear down. us? To bed. I thought everybody went to bed. So then I shut the lights off and then laid down. All of a sudden, here comes Bebop and Scat coming in here like, hey, you want to come join us? I'm like, no, now I'm going to bed because I literally just put my head down. So, Oh, my God. So I was in here watching, like, TV. I started watching an episode of Soap. That was a good series back in the day. How find Soap? You know, me, TV, maybe. I don't know. Let me just say, only you could leave your house drive five hours and still find yourself watching the same shit you were <laughs> <laughs> you were living in your living room. Okay. Okay. Way, I think you need a t-shirt now and it just says, why don't I fuck all the way off? <laughs> fuck all the way off. And on the back, fuck all y'all. That was pretty much my response to the, come join us now. Why, why don't I fuck all the way off and Scott? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that was a thing. So we wake up today. Game day. Yeah, wake up today and and good old cookies taking orders (laughs) for specific egg orders. (laughs) My my butler, Alfred, was new (laughs) (laughs) Cooked some bacon and eggs for everyone. Yes, thank you. I don't actually did the first round of bacon. And we, uh, we enjoyed our breakfast. And we went to Paul Brown Stadium. Uh... Which is owned by the cheapest. Before you get to this, though, let, let me just say this: this is uncanny for any, and not just because we're Packer fans and we know how rabid Packer fans are. Imagine a ton of stadiums, working in media and as fans. You have two with us. We left an hour and a half before kickoff. Got to the stadium in ten minutes. No traffic going into downtown at all. None, right? Like Zombie Land, weird, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Zombie Land, weird. Yeah, found a parking structure, fifteen minute walk away. Would we say, right? Maybe only time. Right? Yeah. So found a parking structure that stop. nobody was parking in. No. For twenty bucks. Yeah. I, I've never seen so much ease for a sellout, by the way. Yeah. To get in and out like that. Yeah, we got in. Um, and as I was saying, Paul Brown Stadium, owned by the cheapest franchise. It's it's an older stadium at this point. But it's not a bad-looking stadium, I don't think, for as old as it is. not bad-looking. They are notoriously cheap. But again, <laughs> I will say that I enjoy the Bengals purely on the fact that it is a football franchise that was formed out of sheer pettiness. And when they scored touchdowns, whose song did they, they play? They played our song. Yeah, they did. They did, and that blew me and Lane away. We made eye contact. Lane and I are looking like, so what petty. the fuck is this? So petty. How do you exist for, like, what, 50, 60 years at this point and not lose your pettiness? Okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, I even <laughs> look at their podium, though. Yeah. I mean, come on. But, they're like, yeah, they scored, and I'm like, what? I was like, did we score? Because, like... I was so confused. I was like, I'm not going to understand lie. what's going on here. Now, here's so, Logan, that's goes. what the Packers play when they scored. If you remember when we were in Lambo, that's the song they play... I don't want to work. I want to bang on my drum all day. That's like really in the Lambo League. And, and the backstory of that is that Paul Brown uh, formed the Browns. 
Yes. Right? Apparently, it's found- delayed for weather. He founded the Browns. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get it on. And oh, uh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, no rush. But here's here's the other thing that was weird about that, though. Sure. As cheap as they are, in fact, we said they wouldn't have a flyover. But instead of a flyover, because there's some cheap, they were going to fly uh, Mike Brown's uh, private jet. <laughs> that was going to be the flyover. But we did go to the concession stand. Yes, More we did. More on that in a second. But I, did, I bought a Broncos, a large souvenir cup soda that came with a free refill that was 15 bucks, which is yeah. really cheap. Yeah, it wasn't bad price. Yeah, Brewer fan here, the brats are better than AmFam Field, just saying. But I want to know. Really? Yes. I wouldn't know. They are, really? They are charred really? at AmFam Field like they've been sitting under a heater all day. And the ones here never hit the grill. They may have just boiled them. It was delicious, juicy, with a little bit of mustard. Fantastic. AmFam Field should be shamed for what they serve. All right. But Paul Brown formed the Browns. Yeah. All right. Out of spite. No, no. He formed the Bengals out of spite. Oh, you're right. He formed the Browns because he loved football. <laughs> And that's all he wanted to do. He was a great coach. He was be a great coach and, a, and have a football team. And then they shit on him. And then they shit on him and they said, we don't need you. Now, to be fair, Art Modell yep. brought the team. He was a New Yorker, brought yep. the yep. team. Could give a shit about any connections to Cleveland. He was going to make that his own team. Yep. So he, he unceremoniously he fired and got rid of Paul Brown. Now, Paul Brown right. could have gone to probably almost any franchise. He sure came to Milwaukee. That he wanted, right? One. Sure. He could have. So what he decided to do was go three hours south, <laughs> form the Bengals. Wait, Susanna Hoff. And keep in mind, not the <laughs> their original <laughs> helmet was just a Browns helmet with the word Bengals written on yes, the side. Yes, it was. Yes, sir. Yes. So they have the same colors. The same first letter of the same name of the Same first team. letters. And they are within your footprint that you would assume the fan base would be. You betcha. That is the pettiest. This is the pettiest <laughs> possible thing he could have done. Yeah. Are they, they, are they, yes. yes. They have yep. held it. <laughs> there was only one other way it could have been more petty. And he named his team also the Browns. <laughs> the Brownies. <laughs> the Brownies. Also the Browns, or everybody. orange. So, go on. Whoever wants to go on from that. Well, well, let's get to halftime. Well, we won't talk about the game. Let's just talk about concessions here. There's no halftime I don't entertainment. Think, no. Nothing. Weird. Awkward. So they didn't even do like a pass. Not, not a pop. No, no cheerleaders aren't even. No there. band. No nothing. nothing. There was nothing. They were like a wrestling intermission. Just leave. Yeah, we said there were, but, they're selling their gimmicks is what I said. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this. When we were in the concession stand, I thought they were overwhelmed by... All of the green and gold buying liquor. Yeah, I really. Or what, is, what did I you mean, say? Would you say forty percent Packer fans? Absolutely. I, 60, yeah. I would say forty yeah. percent yeah. all day long. Yeah. All day long, forty percent. Well, and when we were there, I mean, there were two. They were two fisting coming out, and not in a bad way, but like there were people tapping beers. Yeah, I, I was surprised they didn't run out of beer. Now this was the first Browns home, or Browns Bengals home sellout since twenty sixteen. The Packer fans came out in force, forty percent Packer. Fans. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you a story. You, if you're ever in a, in a, if you're looking at like, say, a, you're in a queue and there's twenty lines, and you want to know which one to go to, I'm going to tell you what you should do. If, look for the line I'm in and don't go in it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proofing that. So we get up there, and I see like. 
two people in line, and every other line has like 20. And I'm like, well, what the hell? I'm going to pull into this line. Yeah, I think there were three yeah. in front of you. So I pull into this line. I'm like, sweet, short line. It took, I'll follow. It took a minute for them to get rid of the first two people. And she gets to me, and she literally says, I'll be right back, and disappears for eight minutes. Well, yes. she was on her break, I think. Break. Took a break. And nobody from any of the other stands came over to take any of her orders. So now all these other lines are moving, and I can't skip into one of them, and I'm still sitting there. So Aaron, who had left because he didn't think he could get pizza in that line, but it turns out you could have because they were on yeah. the wall, goes to another line that was 20 deep, I'm 3 deep, and he gets his food before. Oh, trust me, because I left before halftime started. Us too. Yeah. And I didn't get back till. After halftime started. I agree. Us as well. I, I think they were overwhelmed by how much we flooded the concession stands getting yeah, booze. Well, but even not even the booze. They were running out of hot dogs. They, they ran out on ours. No, yeah, and they ran out on ours. Yeah. Paul Brown also leases out their security to Permar. Yeah. their crowd control to yeah. Permar. Which I you could have yeah, smuggled anything into that stadium. Yeah. Uh, except the vape. Well, no, you could have smuggled the vape. You could, but you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Let's tell the story. Let's tell the story. So we're walking from the um, car to the to the to the from the the parking garage. We got a sugar house vape. So we're halfway there. So it's like okay. Are they a sponsor? Um, (laughs) Should be. So we're like okay. We realize that somebody in our party realizes that they have something that's got some metal in it and will probably get confiscated in most stadiums. Not this one, but in most stadiums. So to play it safe, and we didn't want to walk back to the car, we decide the best course of action would be to stay. Now, I thought my first course of action was to put it in your socket, but it's not going to ding anything. But to but play we called s- the expert. To play... We called the weed expert. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> a roll. Squirrely Jim. A roll. <laughs> As I stated earlier this evening, I've been hiding weed since 93. <laughs> so to play it safe, we decided to hide it off the beach. In a construction site. By, right. by a power transfer. should have put a cone out. Hey. Let me ask you a question. Was it there when we of got back? it was. I, oh, again, brilliant. But what happens is we hide it. And then we get up to the gate, and we see a sign that says, do not take anything out of your pockets. Which is weird. I did. I had, a, I had everything in my hands. I, I was ready so to ride. I was like, okay, I'm ready to go through this line. So I got metal keys on me, and I walked to the metal detector, and they go, okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. Like, they high-fived you because you got through. Right. So what clearly could have happened is whatever it was that was hidden in that transformer would easily have passed. Right. And all would have been good. But does it surprise you with the security real quick? Because when Lane was trying to show them the tickets to scan, the guy even came up to him and said, if they look legit, just let them through to keep the crowd moving. Lane did tell me that. Right, like we could, if you would have had anything that looked semi-legit in that lane, he would have waved Lane's lane, you would have got in. I think... What we do. If I said I had 17 tickets and pointed to everybody behind me. And just let them ring six. Now, how much of that, though? 
is again first sellout in five years here. Yes, that they just didn't know how to handle it. For sure. A, because I'm sure, like every other stadium, and in the current times we live in, there's probably they're probably at least thirty percent short on staff. Fair enough. Oh, for Fair sure. Enough. Okay. Fair enough. And but. then you throw in the fact that this is the first sellout in five years. They're probably like, fuck it. I saw not one single person who actually works for the Browns that wasn't on the field. <laughs> Bengals. Oh, I'm sorry, the Bengals. Yeah. Let me tell you how cheap these fuckers are. <laughs> See what you did. Let me there. tell you how cheap the Bengals are. So they bring in a to 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 rally up the team. They bring in an Olympic gold medalist from from Cincinnati, but they wouldn't. Paul Brown's like, hey, it's a sellout. Money's money. You go out on the concourse and welcome the fans. I'm not letting your ass in here. Yeah. And then some some chick who's a, a cancer survivor sings the national anthem. Then later on, they show her outside as well because they say, "Look, Toots, I'm glad you survived that cancer, but I can't give you a seat. Here's a here's a here's a soft drink. You get a free refill. Now get on out on the concourse." But back to the ticket thing. I think what we should do is just show up for Browns or Bengals games now with like a doctored fucking form that looks like fucking tickets, and we could probably get in. So all right. So here's the problem with your plan. Okay, it's just a very small one. It's going to have to be a sellout thing. They're used to handling 30,000, 35,000 people, right? right? They just weren't used it's to going to have, Right. Now. Like, we almost doubled what they're normal to having. Right. All right. And I'm going to read this for you. I'm going to read it for you in as creepy of a voice as I can. Oh, boy. Ooh, I like this. Do you have candy in a van? We do. <laughs> we, we do. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> And it netted us one 14-year-old so far. <laughs> hear that bangle growling. Oh, boy. Oh, we did hear this. Here yeah. he comes a prowling. Lean and hungry. <laughs> An offensive brute. Run, pass, or boot. And defensively, he's rough and tough. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. That's the team we're <laughs> Touchdown, Bengals. Get some points upon that board. And win a game for Cincinnati. Listen. Who day? You don't even have to do the creepy voice. I want everybody at award winning. I want everybody at home to go through every song from every team that was that was formed before 1970. Their songs are creepy. They're terrible. They're the yeah. words. Yeah. That the, they just put in words that don't fit together. Yeah. And it's, it's like put, Barry Manilow. Like go find a Detroit terrible. This Bengals find the Lions. The Bengals song. should be. In today's world of remix right, songs, this is like episode not 15. a remix of these. Alright, okay, here we go, here we go. I'm going to say it in a creepy voice again. Don't say just right. read it. Just read it. Just read it. Don't even sing it. Just read it. Hail the colors, blue and silver, let them wave. Sing their song and cheer the gridiron heroes brave. Fighting for fame. That's not going so well. Right. Uh, winning the game. Dashing to <laughs> victory as they go. Forward down the field. I can't. It's hard. Yeah, it's stupid. They're dumb. 
They're just they're dumb songs. Get rid of them. A charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rah, rah, rah. Go hard. Win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion victory. Go lions. They're dumb. Hey, I know half of this table's probably never heard Bucks Lust. Bucks Lust is a better song than all of those. Bucks Lust. We've heard a lot about Bucks Lust, actually. If you've never heard the song. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, oh. Hey, you got to look. Hey, girl. Got Bucks Lust. It's a much better song. Why don't you call Buck right now? Is that the Bucks fight song? Well, yeah, it's the new exactly. one from this year when they were winning in the call playoffs. Buck. Some guy from, like, Shorewood wrote it or whatever, and it's like, Got Bucks Lust. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. We're getting Buck. It's Way better than what that we were just. There are like. people I like to fucks. Calling bu- uh, Buck is a bad idea, man. Why? Well, it's What's this hang up. He's gonna be drunk as fuck. Yeah. Theory him. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, you, oh you sound like the announcer that we heard at the You're, wrestling show. How are you feeling right now, Buck? Buck, you got a bitch on you? A what? A bitch. A bitch on you right now? No. All right, well, fair enough. Can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about your lust? You got Buck's lust? I that. That's Scott's brother, Aaron. No, okay, what is the lust? Lust? Lust is sexual feelings, Buck. Yes. Like, I don't love you, but I lust you. Okay. Like, I yearn so, for you. I don't love you, but I want to paint your face with my load. I just learned that the Bucks have a new. <laughs> Speaking of that, a new song that's their like uh, their fight song, and it's called Bucks Lust. And we know a lot about Bucks Lust, and we just wanted to hear what about your lust. It's, it's not called Bucks Bucks Lust. It's yeah. It's called Face Off because I'm looking get Bucks Lust and listen to Eddie J. Oh, play it! You gotta play it. And Buck Buck. Got Buck's lust. There should be a velvet room right now. This is it. Do you hear it, Buck? This is pretty terrible. This this guy loves you, Buck. <laughs> you got a new entrance song, dude. Ooh. Should we make him pick a number? No, he, I'm not going after him. <laughs> I just heard about it for the first time myself, man. But this song is about Buck's lust. <laughs> not that Buck. So how's the weekend? What's been going on? What you got cooking? Well, I made uh, burgers today. Okay. okay. Well, guacamole, guacamole bacon burgers. They were fucking awesome. Okay. And I spent most of the day... Did you did you flip the burgers with your fingernails? Yes. Okay. Did you tell Kevin to shut up? Three times. I will call you to do it. Alright. Well, we're in Cincinnati. I know you're in Cincinnati, nigga. I was looking for you the whole game. Oh, we were up there. Where are you? Go ahead. I was like, there's a white guy. There's a white guy. Could you tell there were a lot of Packer fans at the game from the TV? Yeah. yeah. Okay. A lot of white, fat, bearded Packer fans, too. Because they really filled the seats well. 
Like they needed bigger seats. I was gonna say, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's basically it. I'm surprised they don't do the like. How would you feel thing. about the game? Uh, <laughs> we haven't gotten to that portion of our thing. Uh, what? Oh, like the airport seats. Was that just yeah. bigger? I'm not surprised they don't try okay. to do that's coming. Just saying. I think like. Hey man, uh, when we get home Monday, what do you got going on? That's all it takes, right? You just said, like, that's it. All right, we got to be finished, right? Well, we got to talk about the haunt guy. Oh, yeah. Hey, we got to call it an expert. We're side conference here, but we are recording a show. So we're going to talk about the haunt Yes. Oh, okay. The haunches aren't real. And there's Aaron? The haunches. You know about the haunches. I knew Jukes. I almost got killed by Dr. And hey, I got, yeah, I got some Logan needs to be, me. Logan needs to be warned about the haunches because he lives in that area. Well, I think they're more suburbanized now and we've moved further south because oh, I don't nice. think the haunches like it warmer 40 minutes south. Because they're not human. Well, they are. They're homong. <laughs> <laughs> I meant they're hung. I don't know. I don't think it's a hard H. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a hard H either. You're right. They're hung. Oh, oh, <laughs> Look at Ooh, Uncle Scott. Also, but besides being humung, what are they? They're midgets. Uh, they're midgets that the carnival said no to. There's apparently a village. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a village. I would call it... A, sub, a subdivision? A community? That's a stretch. Okay. They don't have any governing, so I would say it's you, just a few they, families. They govern a the, few families. They govern the shit out of you, apparently. <laughs> I would say a gathering. A gathering. Yes, like what we have. Like what Juggalos do. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah, with as much math. Did you ever see them walk down the stairs backwards and up a wall? It's really crazy. Up a wall? No, backwards down the stairs last night in a wrestling ring. <laughs> right. Tell me that didn't creep you out a little bit. It was different. Either way, there's a gathering of small people who live near, what is that? Mosquito. Mystic Lane where it's always foggy. Near Mystic Lane where it's always foggy, which is why they probably call it Mystic Lane. Would you admit that it was foggy that night because we passed? Foggy. Okay. See? Hmm? You and probably drove by a few cattails, too. Nope, no, yeah. And multiple times I heard the story of Haunchies. And Haunchyville. And Haunchyville, which is, I've never heard a gathering. Let me happen. tell you about this. Every missing person in the last 20 years from Muskego, their car has been found on Mystic Lane. What about that? So you're sitting in your car, right? Yep. And all of a sudden, 16 Asian midgets come up to your car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. 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 With a shotgun, apparently. Why don't you look up... You got, you got a Google You got a Google phone. Why don't you look up Hanchi? Yeah, you can definitely... You can look up Hanchi. H-A-U-N-C-H-E-Y. Hanchi... Oh, my God. Yeah, it pops up. It pops up. See? It's on Wikipedia. Then you know it's true. (laughs) Then you know it's true. It is mythical. Yeah, that's what they're... Listen, when the cops... When I called the cops because that guy tried to shoot at us, do you know what the cops told them? Stay out of Haunchyville? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Aaron. Yes. Stay out of there. 
Locals say that within the woods near Muskego, Wisconsin, lives a conclave of little people. A conclave. Whose mm-hmm. homes are built to scale and in the woods. In the mythical village is said to live an old albino man who serves as their protector. That's the guy. Shotgun Willie. That's, shot, that's him. Yep. Legend has it if trespassers are shot or caught, Whoop. the unruly dwarves cut their legs from the knees down. Uh-huh. And then they are forced to live like one of and them. And don't you ever call me a liar again, Lane. It's <laughs> Can we make a, a B-rated horror according, film about Haunchyville? According to the legend, with after continuous exploitation of a number of circus dwarves, they revolted against their ringleader. After killing their master, they hanged him in a wooded area after first cutting off his arms and legs. To avoid being arrested or even worse consequences from the circus community, oh no! <laughs> the dwarfs set out to create their own the community built exclusively for dwarves. And there's an old man among the dwarves. He is said to wait at the end of Mystic Drive, shotgun in hand, to ward off anyone trying to cause trouble to the dwarves. Uh-huh. The story also goes that he first met the group of dwarves as a child. As a young boy, he accidentally stumbled upon Hanchyville. Okay. Upon instantly treating them as equals, they sheltered him like, like they're fucking wolves. Right. <laughs> and raised him as one of their own. It's a sweet story. Okay. As he grew up, he notoriously defended the dwarves, yeah. often resorting to violence. Yeah. This is insane. There, you could write a Hollywood movie about Hanchyville. They should. What and do you think about that? Done. I they think this is fake, is what I think about. <laughs> yeah. Morningwood Productions. Nobody hates Okay, so the guy who ran down the steps fakeness. and got in a truck and shot at me was fake? That's what's got. Uh, Lane says. Yeah. He's calling you a fucking liar. Mm, wow. I am saying Hanchyville is fake. That's deep, Well, then we are going there. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're going there. Yeah. In the fog at 12.01. Yeah, it's probably safer at Nipsey's. At Halloween. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) You end up just as dead. (laughs) But to Scott, only one out of six of us is... Well, I'm just here to tell you... I've known about the Haunchies for a long time. Thank you. Okay. No I have. I've never see, been to Haunchyville because I'm too smart for that. No, I think you're I, scared. I think you're a little scared. That's what I mean. Oh, fair enough. I'm too smart for that. Fair enough. They could ride you like a goddamn mech thing. With Ooh. my history with little people, I don't think I should be anywhere near Haunchyville. You could be so like while I support the you guys the going to Haunchyville at twelve oh one and getting photographic evidence <laughs> of Haunchyville and Shotgun Willie. I will not be joining you. Wait a minute. What if they don't allow themselves to be photographed? What if it steals their soul? Right. What if that's not how they allow things to happen? They didn't last this long because they let yeah, they're like in. They're like TMZ Bigfoot. In. Logan, you know this is bullshit, right? No, they're like Bigfoot. Come on, dude. There's only blurry pictures of First the First of all, if you shake your head, nobody can see you. <laughs> they, you. Yeah, you got it. Right. So you got you to gotta speak. He believes in Hanchi, though. Do you believe in, in it? It's legit, dude. Too legit. Missing cars don't show up there for no reason. Maybe, maybe one missing car showed up there, and then other people were like, oh shit, this car's shit, and I want to get rid of it. (laughs) So you know what? I can't really argue with Lane about his disbelief of Haunchyville, because I don't believe in the smiley face killer. I believe in. I don't smile at all. Man. I don't believe there is a killer. I believe they're drunk people who fall in the Mississippi why, River. Are, it's a strong it, river. Why it is. is it so that the current athletic kills. people 
They should be able to swim. They, they drink a ton. And mm-hmm. why is it that the smiley face shows up near this? I think it's a truck driver. Ooh. Oh. That runs along Or a road. lot lizard. Wow, we're possibly. going into a real different territory. Is it a wormhole? We've been, somebody's been in a wormhole today. Yeah, yeah. I, we traveled through a wormhole today. We did. Oh, Logan, tell the story, man. Tell the story. Oh, yeah. 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 Forward, get oh, into first this. of all, we went to Murray's. Project. We got to project. Yeah. Didn't see one Jew there. Was it Murray's or Murphy's? Murray's. Murray's. You were completely no, no, like a steak joint. Murphy's, and she probably looked at the Murphy's and it was a strip club. No wonder. Oh, my. All right, Logan. You had dinner. Okay. Yeah, I had dinner. Oh. Realized my stomach wasn't feeling good, so I had to go to the bathroom to. We call that having the poop. Having the poop, yeah, yeah. Had to, re- had to relieve it. Taking you know? Alex Riley. So I go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> Just chilling, doing my necessary business. And then all of a sudden, I hear a knock on the door. I say, yeah, someone's in here occupied, whatever, right? Then all of a sudden, I hear singing. It's like some, like, spooky humming. La 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 type shit, right? Oh, some real horror movie type stuff, yep, right? Yep, yep. Were you sitting or standing I in this episode? I was sitting. Oh, he I had was... half a shit hanging out of his head. Yes. Well, <laughs> half a shit. Okay, yes. fair enough. And nobody gets up at half a shit because you don't want to break that off. Nope. That's so, extra toilet paper. This goes on for about like 20 seconds. Ooh. I finish it. I get up, wash my hands. It's still going on. I reach, I get to the door, I unlock it, open the door, and then. It, there's just no kid there. It's, it's like nobody's there. Mm. He came back to the table visibly shaken. Yes, yeah. All right? And I had my own supernatural experience while in the toilet. Yeah, what happened to you? I went to the portal of hell. <laughs> yes. I think you did. Yeah. And, and a I, bill showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I sat down. They charged you for booping. <laughs> I was booping. And what did you know? An American Express trade. With a bill for about two hundred eight dollars, got slid underneath the door, and that was just for using the bathroom. So, two things. We'll talk about the waiter in a minute. But two things. So, that was creepy. I can understand why, if I were Logan, I'd be creeped out. But while I was sitting in the restaurant, I didn't use the bathroom. Oh, the I heard the Cleveland next to us. Oh no! Did you did you partake? Well, no, after Logan's story, I didn't want any part of what was behind that door. But we're sitting, and I heard... At why we... When we had appetizers. Yeah. Yes, yes, I oh. heard the... Yes, yes, I heard the knock. Don't look me in the eye when you shit your pants, dude. <laughs> there was a knock. There was a knock. I heard it, too. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I'm more uncomfortable about the farting at the table than the ghost shit. Yeah. Uh, just I, me. I, I think I caught the knock sometime in the... Like, uh, <laughs> Was it like that's the clap, clap, dude. That's the clap, And then there was like a pause, and then there was more knock. Yep. That was so is it Morse code that somebody's trapped in the bathroom? In the building? Yes. There was, there was one knock, and then there was a pause, and then there was like three other knocks after. See, I think it's the ghost from the Underground Railroad or the speakeasies back in the this day. This restaurant is creepy. It's under under a building. Good food was good. You walk through a door. All day. You're in a room that has a very small fireplace and it has a large round table and a, a table. and a curtain and a curtain. Oh, so the curtain to the left goes into another dining room and a nice bar area, which exactly. is really nice. That attaches to that patio that we saw with the lights on it. Oh yes. And you would think, why don't you fucking just instead of that eat? instead of downstairs? Yeah. 
But no. But then you end up going down a very steep staircase. Yep. Yeah. Where if you closed one door, you would trap 200 people. Yeah. In a, in a fire situation. Straight up. Yeah. I thought about... I thought about that when I was down there because that stuff that's just cut. Ever state. since a great white concert out in Maine or whatever, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, oh well, yeah. And they're cooking that. down there, so it's not like grease, a, right? Yeah. Jesus, I didn't grease. think about that. I and I think about exits every fucking yeah, time. One way in, somewhere. one way out, man. I almost never think of immolation. You know, I should think about. Are you it. okay? So I remember you, you dated her after Teray, right? How about a mask? Yeah. How about a mask? <laughs> what did you think of our waiter? Terrence? Bad. Bad. I'm still waiting for the pepper. You are. You really are. It <laughs> hasn't shown up. He didn't have me. to get the pepper because we yeah. got it ourselves. Right. Well, just so and he know, said that was okay when we yeah. mentioned that. Hey, we got pepper. Like, like, hit, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's nice okay. Smack dab 20% tip, so. I did. I would give him five. And he says he hates pepper. Well, I would, I right. Would. I'm not okay. I wouldn't be that. I am a heavy tipper. I am too. The service I've heard that about tough, you, man. It's mostly just it's tip. minimum fifteen. You'd have to really shit on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He would have gotten fifteen from me, no matter what. Right? Yeah, like you have to poop on me to not get yeah, fifteen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I was always... a little bit overwhelmed and perplexed and slow. Let me tell you something. But he might have been new. I if always chalk that up. Right? If you're getting with me, you're getting a big tip, and you're getting shafted very little. Okay. All right. So you're gonna feel the mushroom, and that's about it. So would you go back to Morris? Food was fine. Yeah, I would go back. I would go back. I'd go back. I'd I'd you go wouldn't back, go back for the food? But I would bring the paranormal. No, because the ghost is going to get him when he's yeah. pooping. Yeah. I would go back and I'd sit closer to the exit. So there was like a well of toilet paper in that creepy door that we unlocked and opened. I didn't well, go into the well. clean a well. I also yeah, think Yeah, like story. it was in the shape of like the shining well and it was just toilet paper stacked up like perfectly. I think the hostess woman was also... It was like this the older lady. Yeah, I could see. All right, that was Maureen. So summarizing, in summary, yeah, don't go to Jewish restaurants. Oh, oh hey, Jesus oh, Christ! Oh Lord, there's the knock. I think <laughs> the knock was Morris code to say, "Get me out." No, I know that's not part of the summary. He's not wrong. He's right. That was an audible groan. <laughs> oh, I thought From you all just, you all just had gas. Alright, let's wrap it, man. That's what I'm, I'm summarizing Cincinnati. Well, hurry it. Well, do it. Do it. You do it. You do it. Oh, we came, you we saw, it. and we went. Do it. Cincinnati do it. Do is uh, <laughs> a weird town. Hard to maneuver. With weird streets. Uh, welcoming. Welcoming. Nice people. Bad. Bad wrestling in abundance. <laughs> yep. And, uh, a football game that was a far better wrestling match than any of the matches. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah. All the highs and lows you could ask for. There were a total of four penalties today, two from each team. Yeah, that was well played. Uh, I learned several things on this trip about mythical dwarves and that ghosts are real. Yep. And, we also and they not. We learned about polentas. It's ghetto. What's Palanca? We learned about. Uh, Listen, we learned about Shicky Shacks, Shaky Shacks. What was that? Tiki Tacks. Hanky Pink. Hanky Pink. Handy yeah. Dandies. Uh, we Those learned how good. baseball bats are made. Yes. Oh, yeah. Amazing. 
Yeah. And birch bats get stronger with each hit, which is amazing. Just like my so the fibers like get super like human. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, Cincinnati uh, ranking it on our trip or places that we've gone on trips. What are you gonna say? Uh, I still say Nashville was has been my favorite city. Uh, yeah, but I, I settle, <laughs> settle. I think Cincinnati fits in above Cleveland, yeah. really? but below Kansas City. Above yeah. Cleveland. Above Detroit. Yeah. Above Cleveland. Well, everything's above Detroit. Like, yeah, I do. Cleveland had the Football Hall of Fame and the Rock. It game. did. It did. It also had that fucking woman who blocked up our road. Whose yeah. mother was a bitch. Whose yes. mother was a bitch. It's it had now. the casino that wanted $50 to park. We couldn't eat any of the local fare because it ex- it consisted of a hot dog cart and red lobster. Yeah. <laughs> okay? For I, that, I deduct points from Cleveland. The people weren't nice there. No. It's it, they're very Cleveland? nice here. They're very you know what nice. they call Cleveland? The mistake by the lake. Uh, yeah, Dude, there's a reason. Dude, they all acted like obnoxious. They, they all were like all New right. York rejects. Well, we're wow. going to agree to disagree here. So, for yeah. me... Tennessee, yeah, because Scott wasn't there. Yes. I'll cut him off. <laughs> then I'd go Kansas City. Full agreement. Then I'd go Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah, I would go Kansas City first. I wasn't in Tennessee. I would go. So you take the Kansas City experience over this one. Yeah. 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 I mean, the food was amazing. Absolutely. Amazing food. Every time we ate, there was no complaint from anybody. I think right. the only thing, and the stadium experience is great. Yeah. I think the only thing I didn't like about the Kansas City trip is we couldn't find a wrestling show. Yes, because yeah. of their laws that they can only have good wrestling shows. <laughs> and let me say, the, the Kansas City parking experience was so rogue, it felt like Mad Max. Yep. It felt like you got past a certain spot and it was a free-for-all. And if you had something big and you could run over somebody, they'd be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I, it was so weird to me. It was end-of-world shit. The food was amazing. Um, Kansas City's number one so far. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I'm not going to rank Cincinnati above Cleveland. I think I'll rank Cincinnati Whoa. above Cleveland and certain things, like people... Well, don't you have to put the museum experience in? Well, that's why... But that, but you have to put it all in a bucket. Okay. So the stadium experience in Cleveland was about the same as it was here in Cincinnati. Who's got a better stadium? I haven't been to Cleveland. It's about the same to me. I mean, Cleveland's is newer, but we didn't really... Expl- where we were sitting in both stadiums, we didn't get a chance to explain. It's not like we went to the club levels. And, and walked ball. around. Right. We should shoot for club level next time. So. They're just kidding. So but we, uh, did you ever see it was so spacious? So I, I think it's a, it's a wash there. The people in Cincinnati are way better. Yeah. Yes. The wrestling show was way worse, which is good. You win points right. for that. The museum experience in Cleveland. Well, it was. we had more. I don't think it was necessarily better because the Louisville Slug Museum was cool. But the Rock Hall of Fame was great. Canton was great, but overall, by slight percentage points, Cincinnati beats up. And I think Cincinnati reminds me of Milwaukee fan-wise, fan-wise, mind you, of the humbleness. Think about it. We had the Bucks and the Brewers. They have the Reds and the Bengals. Both fledgling teams for decades. I mean, since the, the Reds had a few good years in there, don't get me wrong, but real fledgling teams for decades. So it's like the lovable losers. Like, you're just happy to go out and enjoy the experience. Right, right. So you're not, the, you don't have no cockiness to you, right? Awesome. There's nothing built up like Packer fans. And I'm, you know what I mean? It's just a different hat. Also right? very petty, Marge shot. 
that bitch. Her <laughs> and that dog. She also didn't want to go to any Jewish restaurant. (laughs) Can you imagine Marge in this in this town though? Back in the day, yes. Wow, wow. All right, but we do agree that Detroit. And again, I mean, Detroit's trying to improve some things. They're they're going to be at the Windsor's fun. Okay, Windsor Windsor was a great time. But I think just overall, Detroit. I think Detroit getting to that ghetto. Detroit. Yeah. We drove through some ghettos, though. Oh, you should see. We actually got to explore, like, during the day, like, explore the Detroit ghetto. Oh, I bet, man. Mm. I bet. No there was, like, dope. a seven-year backlog to tear down, burnt down buildings. Yep. Yep. So there was blocks where half the buildings are. Lane had to poop in Detroit in the ghetto. And he also saw some scary things, but not the well, same kind of scary <laughs> things. True story. I got a friend from high school and went in the net, and I went to a Tigers game. He's seen we were there from our Facebook post, and he sent me a message saying, hey, man, I've lived here for like 10 years since high school doing this and that. He says, I'm going to tell you one thing. When the crowd leaves, you leave. You walk in masses. You don't stick around in a ninth inning for the blowout or whatever. If everybody leaves in the seventh, you leave in the seventh. That was his one advice. You stick to the crowd and you move. Detroit had a great party on their block before the game. Yeah, Yeah, they Uh, did. By the Fox. And there's theater. Yes. The uh, the stadium itself, the fact that it is in the ground, basically, mm-hmm. is kind of cool. I like Ford Field. Yeah, Ford Field. Like I haven't been there, but been to Pontiac. Overall, the the city itself was not great. Well, and cuisine wise, okay, little I, would, I would little rank I would rank it that way. To Kansas City one, Cincinnati two. If I had to rank the food, right. it would be Detroit Ham one. I would give Detroit four over Cleveland in the food part because yeah. we ended up at Red Lobster. I can go to fucking Red Lobster at home. And 76th Street or 27th. I mean, right. Red Lobster. We can go to Red Lobster well, right now. And that let's was the not, weird part. Let's not. Dude, that was the weird let's part. Not. When we asked people who supposedly knew Cleveland, like, where are some good places to eat? I don't know. I would have tried that crab place here, though, right on stilts. Yeah, yeah, I river. saw it. Yep. I would have tried that. That that looked like that had possibilities of Joe, being that good. Was Joe. That was just a Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, you're right. That was, maybe. Really. Yeah, well, I'd rather go to a place uh, in the game. I think we figured this out. All right, out. take her home. All right, well, I'll tell you what. This, <laughs> this, was, this was a great recap. Hopefully uh, we'll get home safely and be able to do some more of these in the future. You enjoy um, the long show, everybody. How long was this? Did we get to two? two? Yeah, we're about two. Well, that's, well, that's nice. This is like the wrestling show. So let's talk about Logan. Uh, let's walk. Uh, thank him. Logan was the youngest, thank you, Logan. The youngest guest ever. Yeah, youngest guest ever. Setting records. Aaron Mazuski joined us as well. Thank you, Aaron. Sensation, sensationalizing the nation. Thank you. It's amazing how much (laughs) Yeah, you're snoring. Your snoring is on a level of its own, my friend. Is it Brian level? Ooh, no, second rate, second no, rate. but it's it's, it's up rate. there, man. He's lucky I was super tired, or else Floorbane might have killed him. <laughs> I could hear that Flo- down here. Floorbane Flo- 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 or the snoring? <laughs> the snoring. Floorbane was no. amazing. Um, and then, of course, Big Stick Ross, Jack Spade, Scott Williams. Thank you all. We'll talk to you all on the flip side for episode 92. That's Reggie White Day. Good night, everybody. Rick, don't go to bed yet. I have more booking ideas. Was Reggie a better eagle or packer? Next. I live on the floor. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Kansas City. You're getting crappy feedback. You better be cutting out.